Oh yeah! What Welcome back to the Mission Control Podcast. What an intro! <sighs> Who's that track? Please tell me who that is. Pilot a song called "The Return." Pilot. Pilot. Okay. Ah, see, can we we can actually get away with playing uh, music on through Spotify with a podcast through Spotify? Possibly, yeah, yeah. Because sure we can get away with it. Remember how we used to update, uh, upload stuff to YouTube and have so many copyright oh, things yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. Mind yeah. you, I. Uh, I understand now why Kanye West is wants to release his uh, music on his own platform. Yeah. And the whole idea that Spotify is kind of ripping a lot of artists off mm. when it comes to the, the income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, apparently, yeah. the artists are only getting 13% of the income from all the music and the, the, the totally. people that run Spotify are fucking making millions. Well, that, that has been an argument that hasn't really gone away it's it's been there since the start of spotify like we we knew we well we well and truly knew that spotify were taking a lot of revenue and none of it was going to the artists but it's really sad that now people are getting caught up in this as we all know what happened with the whole neil young and joe rogan debacle that people are so focused on that contra- uh, controversy mm. and and overlooking the fact that yeah but spotify's kind of been ripping people off from the start, but no one kicked up a big fuss about that. But now there's this, you know, faux outrage, which, to, in in my opinion, people aren't really outraged. It's a, a small vocal yeah, minority. Not really, yeah, it's people just it take really is opportunity mm. to have a go. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And on that uh, Neil Young thing, I want to cut back to all the people posting the stuff saying Neil Young quietly came back to Spotify. That's not fucking true. Yeah. Actually, look at it. It's like that. His entire discography was removed from Spotify. But there's a couple of songs that are left on Spotify that were from soundtracks and stuff. Yeah, that was a record label doing that. Well, it's not the re- it, that wasn't the record okay. label. It was just how the sort of the this thing was. It was obviously tracks that were uploaded yeah. through a separate thing. Yeah. So even though his entire discography is entirely gone, a few songs kept there, and people posting all this. Well, Neil Young quietly yeah. swept. No, come yeah. on. it goes to show, come man. It, it goes to show the news is portraying a fake narrative. Well, it's not that. I Compa- think compared to the real, what, what what people are really outraged about and talking about, it's a complete disconnect. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's really outraged yeah. by what's happening. I think you know? what, what I'm mentioning is people not actually looking into it. Absolutely. They're just seeing it and then seeing other people post it and then just yep. sharing it without on both actually sides. On both sides. going to Spotify absolutely. and looking at what's going on. Like, yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, you know, yeah. Speaking of Kanye West again, did you hear about how he released something called a $200 stem player, which looks like a... Yeah, a light up. it's a portable player which will. Uh, it's its only function is to play the the tracks from the yeah, release. Yeah, like album. a light up um, smoke detector. Yeah, but two hundred dollars and people are like. I kind of, I kind of am interested in the way that that de- decentralizes people away from having to wait for something to come out on a streaming platform. But like here it is, I'm giving it to you on a player. That's the only way you can listen to my new track. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Well, it was kind of like, like that idea. back in the yeah. day. Well, when. MP3s were a big thing. I remember some some bands, even local bands, were putting out a little a, a flash drive. Yeah, just a with flash the, with the MP3s on it. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. Then you had to plug into your computer and download, and then upload to your yeah. iTunes. And well, that, th- yeah. this is an interesting looking device. It says the two hundred dollars stem player launched last year in partnership with Kano Computing, shipping with the first Donda album, so that you could manip- manipulate any song using the touch sensitive light si- sliders embedded in its beige shell. We currently have six, okay. four, six, seven thousand available and making. I didn't know that. Okay, so you can actually says manipulate manipulate the actual songs. 
Yeah. So it's like you buy the device, but the music itself on it is free. You're not buying the album. Mm. You buy this device to play it. But you're right. I think it it's happening on both sides. People are taking what they want to see and kind of making things fit. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Neil Young didn't didn't come back to Spotify. He just yeah. had some remaining songs that were left on there from yeah. the label. Yeah. 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 Totally. Just like they were calling um, what I saw as Joe Rogan just putting out a statement. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, he he inadvertently apologized," and it's like, "No, he didn't. Yeah, he's talking <laughs> and he's he's clearing the air. He's not apologizing. Oh, he's but he's definitely article. saying, okay, I could have done things better.' Well, but one he, article said know. that like oh, Joe Reagan's apology, non-apology. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's it's really but he the never news. actually said sorry. <laughs> it's one hundred percent the news. The news is the issue. The media yes. is the issue yeah, yeah. more than what's actually happening. Yeah. You know? the, the worst critics of his are the ones who haven't seen a single fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. No one can actually, no one's actually properly listened. I mean, that's why we kind of posted that thing on our uh, Instagram pro- profile of our of our picture with Joe We were lucky enough to see a show ages ago before he, mm. got, he, he got really big. And I'm not boasting about that, but I think the point of that was people overlook what he's done for independent media in general. Like empowering people to just do, do your own thing, find your own tribe, and do yeah. your own thing. Mm. And it's insane that that's now, you know, called well, misinformation I'd, and all these horrible things. I had so. someone ask me, um, "Would we have started this podcast if we hadn't met Joe Rogan?" <laughs> and I was like, um, <laughs> "We started this podcast before we met Joe Rogan, mm. probably around about the same time that Joe Rogan and the whole Red Band thing kicked off, mm. and we were just lucky." It was like two years later that we actually yeah. went to LA and met Joe Rogan. Yep. And that's why I say, you know, this whole, like, are we fans of Joe Rogan because we met? That's what, yeah, someone asked me, like, are you are you a fan of Joe Rogan because you met him? I'm like, no, we met him because we were fans of him. That's how we ended up at that yeah. comedy yeah, show. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But, but, but to also, like, to to assume that that's our number one drive behind the podcast is because <laughs> we love Joe Rogan. It's like, no, it's... No. We're, 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 we're taking the idea of that and applying it to maybe our circle and mm. Joe Rogan inspired us to, to pave the way to show that it can be done mm. in a really um, palatable way. Doesn't mean like all of a sudden we worship him. No, no, we just respect what he's done. Mm. I still know. kiss his ring, but... Because um. <laughs> <laughs> like... There's he's got very big hands. He, he does have very big <laughs> hands. Very, big very hands. heavy hands. But like... We don't agree with a hundred percent of what he said. Yeah. Like it, we, we just enjoy, just enjoy as almost as uh, on an entertainment level, just listening and hearing his friends and his stories. That's so it. why do people say stuff like, "Oh, he's um, philosophy for bros" or something like that? Yeah, great, cool. I'm still going to listen to him. Yeah. How is that going to change me if he's saying other good things? Like you don't have to love and agree with a hundred percent of what a person is and yeah, what and he's they not stand like Fox for. News, where he'll be on a bias agreement with them or a bias exactly. disagreeing with them. It's crazy now side. that it's crazy now that Fox News is is saying more truth. And I'm saying our our version of that is Sky News, but I'm I get very careful because when the news network starts saying the right things, I'm kind of like wait. It's always it's always left right. It's always it always in. changes. You, you get sucked, sucked in because you'll be the um yeah. You find them as your exclusive news source, or you look at Joe Rogan as the exclusive only exactly. podcast yeah. list to. Yeah. I listen to so many podcasts yeah. Yeah, that aren't Joe Rogan. That's how you can easily be. Yeah. You know, at the fake, end of the day, worship. end of the day, he's just a guy that's having saying what's on his mind. 
Yeah. And if people agree with him, they agree with him. They disagree with him, they disagree with him. Fuck. And so so what? That'd be it. I right. think ultimately... Same with us. I think ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, and uh, it, the establishment is worried that he has support now that is greater than theirs. And he's created... Oh, he he's created... Because he, he'll get more listeners in one podcast than the entire channel of a legacy media channel on YouTube gets in a year. Yeah, like CNN and like if you go to like even our ones like nine and channel nine and ten news and all that stuff, it's like a couple of thousand views. Yeah, if that, and they're all thumbs down and they block comments. You, you know this this disturbing trend now with a lot of legacy media just blocking comments on all their posts, just outright blocking well, any any so discussion. Much, well, it wasn't so much blocking because they didn't outright say that. They'd say we don't have the appropriate. We don't have. Enough moderators to moderate the comments. So yeah, comments. but I'm talking about you, like the you, the official. People, people always put like laugh emojis under that. They're like, mm. <laughs> I'm talking about like uh, actual legacy me- uh, media corporations, like Channel Seven News. Literally, blo- like comments are all off on all of their videos, 100% of their videos. Well, look at YouTube itself actually removing the the counter of dislikes on the entire platform. Yeah, yeah. So there's now a. It shows the number of likes. But doesn't show the number of dislikes. It's just yeah. has a dislike button. Yeah, they've removed the entire uh, the the statistics of whether people agree or disagree with something mm-hmm. to only show people that agree with it. Yep, it's it's it's, 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 it's crazy. It's fucking bonkers. It's crazy, and it's yeah. something that five years ago we would have been completely outraged at. Yeah. Like you're actually manipulating data. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're not showing. A whole side of the yeah. discussion, or and and where did what what caused or what was the the Cat- catalyst the, the catalyst of yeah. that? I'd reckon it was the White House uh, when Biden became president. Absolutely, and just it was getting flooded with dislikes. Mm-hmm. Like I think more people disliked um, the White House videos than people that actually voted for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, joke. Um, it's actually pretty close. Like. It's pretty, probably pretty it's close. It's pretty close, but you're absolutely right. that Throughout that whole inauguration, they were hiding the amount of dislikes. And they were pa- the, this is the annoying thing to me. They were passing it off as uh, a bunch of bots, or the, these are, you know, um, uh, hits being run, and this is spam. This mm. is to combat spam. Rather than, no, these are real people that disagree with what the fuck is happening right now. And it completely dismisses real thumbs yeah, it's down. Like, it's like mm. the idea of trolls. It's like... Oh, you're a troll. It's like, no, maybe I have something to say that's legitimate and you're blocking that. It's like, it's the difference yeah. between a troll just going, oh, fuck you, fuck the system, and someone actually going, this is wrong. None of this is legitimate. Yeah, no, it, it, it definitely shows that if you disagree with what the... Uh, uh, I don't want to say majority na- narrative. I don't want to say mainstream narrative. But if you disagree with something, let's mm-hmm. say, then your voice doesn't get heard. Yeah, it's not allowed to be seen. Yeah, if if it goes yeah. against what we're talking about, yeah. absolutely. And I think but that's again, very dangerous. It, yeah. it it goes back to we we've talked about this many times about the the platforms having that right to. Uh, have that control over their own platform and it sure. it obviously because those platform have those uh investors and the people the the interest in that company mm-hmm. that you know if you work for a company you're not going to go dis that company you work for 
Or if you work for a company, subcontracting for a company, you're not going to diss the company you're working for because they pay your bills. So the same thing, you know, YouTube is not going to allow something that's dissing their funders. Yeah, their stakeholders. Their stakeholders, exactly. So yeah, absolutely. And and in in a way, absolutely, they have a right to, um, I guess, enforce or put any requirements that they see fit for their platform. But we need to make the move to decentralize and get off those when we feel that we're not. So I think the solution is rather easy, but also kind of not ideal because now you're... Because a lot of people are on YouTube. So now people are forced then to go to these weird websites. Yeah. You know, and that's the the downside. But absolutely, you can decentralize um, away from all those... You know, mainstream platforms. Yeah. Totally. And I, th- I think it, it just goes to show that if you follow those chains further and further up, you start seeing how a lot of these uh, companies, these social media sites, these businesses are really being held under a small group of uh, corporate elites mm. or what they, whatever you want to call them, the oligarchs or yeah. whatever the shit. I mean, I, I debate a lot about how grassroots these companies are. Like YouTube, Facebook. I'm like, did, did, did they really start from a guy in his bedroom? Maybe they did. Well, th- Maybe they I did. Think, I think it's, but it's somewhere likely along, that I, they did. I don't think that that same guy in the bedroom that made it maintains control to the day. Oh, to no, this no, day. no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, of course not. It's now a whole monster that's different from what it started out with. As soon as that um, company gets sold to a business or you get these big investors, they suddenly, you know, they get given a seat at the table. Yeah. But then they're also held to the same standards and the same rules and same terms yep. of that, you know, of the table. Yeah. Mm. And that, I think that's why a lot of things fail. And then, again, to, to make people try and jump ship and go to these other platforms, well, yeah. they don't have that support. They don't have that backing. It's a new thing. It's like starting a, a small business on a street that's got big fucking shopping centers. You know, yeah. who's going who's gonna to go there? But then if that business was to build its way up, Again, you'd, you'd find yourself at the same problem where you, as soon as you've got investors, you're suddenly there to the mercy of those people yeah, that yeah. make those now you're compromi- the now, you, now you're obligated to fall, fall in line mm. for what is in their best interest, mm. not what's in your best and, interest. You know. And not to say that the people that make those investments that do start having that control are always looking at it from a, a uh, malicious sort of yep. negative trying to do bad things. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of positive stuff behind that. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's, it's not yeah. always 100 always bad. Yeah, and I understand that. It just well. happens yeah. to be in all the current social media. <laughs> <stuff. laughs> it's just what's happening <laughs> right now is that they all happen to be bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that that's a, that's a philosophical argument I always use. You know, people people deny that evil out there exists, but I'm like, okay, but what do you do, and what do we do in the event that evil people have taken over? how do we fight back and where do we start and how does how does your belief that the right people are always making the right decisions what if that is not true Mm. what do you do and i think we're in that conundrum now people are really starting to think about what is actually happening what is actually happening who what what determines whether someone's a good guy or a bad guy you know, we might come from one side looking at someone and say, oh, he looks like a bad guy. But then someone that's on their side will say, oh, no, he's a good guy. Mm. I thought generally you can find out, like, what they're tied to. Like, yeah. corporation or they... Follow the money, right? Follow the money. Follow or the money. That's how yeah. they work it out, yeah. 
Yeah, and then you then you can kind of get an inkling as to who is really pulling the strings behind the scenes, you know. But I mean, most of which we'll never know. But you can kind of get a direction whether they're legitimate or not. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, most politics, as soon as you're in that game, I can't trust you. <laughs> That's literally yeah, it. You if like you're in that game, I can't trust you. Yeah, yeah, you give them the whole pile of confidential documents. Mm. Like, here's what's really going on. Here's what the real agenda is. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, president, president becomes president. They go, oh, do you have any questions? I just want my agenda is. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, you think you're doing good till you're in that position and then now you are fucked. Yeah. It's that same idea like with, with music is you kind of need to be a bad guy. You kind of need to play dirty to yeah. get players. And not, ju- not just, I mean, in a lot of industries. Yeah, but yeah. punk is dead. The, the, <laughs> no, the, it really is. You know, nice guys, well, the nice guy finished last. I don't know if yeah, that's yeah. the same. If that's yeah, just yeah. my, my uh, sexual routine. Um, but... You know, like you have to be very cutthroat. You have to be very kind of aggressive to actually rise through these big industries that have a lot going on. Yeah. That's why you, you tend to see a lot of these people that consider themselves nice guys, consider themselves trying to do the right thing, the good, like with good intentions, never fucking make it. Mm. And the only people that seem to make it to the top are these people that are fucking... Yeah, yeah. What about mm. the Disney creations when they take like... For, formed bands together with like a couple of good-looking young young lads or young mm. girls. Uh, that's, that's, that's a whole different thing. That's just industries creating. I mean, the, 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 you go back to saying was uh, was the Ramones a manufactured uh, band? Was were the Beatles a manufactured Absolutely. band? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. It's again, it's um, the 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 corporate. Uh, well, isn't that when they quit? The Beatles quit when it became too much like that. Oh, I thought they quit when Paul McCartney died. Um, <laughs> anyway, Daryl, why are you dressed like a CIA agent? <laughs> Was it Paul McCartney? You mean John Lennon? Paul McCartney. No, never mind. No, we're John not going Lennon. down that rabbit hole. No, of, uh, Beatles. You mean John Lennon? No, I meant, oh, I, meant, yeah. I meant Paul McCartney. I was trying to... The moment has passed, Nick. The moment has passed. The moment has passed. Daryl, why are you dressed like a CIA agent? <laughs> why aren't, where's your Kalishnikov? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been no. waiting all week for a uh, a world war. Oh, really? With uh, with Russia? No, no I, I actually haven't been waiting. I I don't really think it was ever going to happen. All right. And apparently, that's what the Russians say as well. Even the Ukrainians say there's no fucking war here. What's everyone going on about? So explain to me. Well, I know you might not have all the details. Let's face it, none of us have all the details. No, we don't, we don't know. We got but, no. But details. no, there's been some new stuff popping up in. In Russia, but I'm not sure what actually happened. What they claim they're evacuating some sort of. Oh, okay. So Don Donest, Donetsk. Mm-hmm. I think I can't know how to pronounce. It. Is that um the, the north eastern part of Ukraine that borders uh Russia? Uh, so just last night, the night before, the emergency sirens uh went off in the city, and they were evac. They told everyone to evacuate. To, to Russia. So they started evacuating school kids out of uh, schools and the petrol stations were fucking chockers and people evacuating this area, which is the, the People's Republic of Donetsk. I, I don't understand. The Russian separatists run this country. Mm. Uh, now, the whole... I mean, do you want me to explain it to the yeah, best? To the be- to, this is all going off to the best of my knowledge yep. okay this i'm not uh, i'm not a journalist here i'm not trying to say anything i'm not uh 
I'm just going off uh, what I've what I've heard. So the whole the whole mainstream. This is the legacy. The the U.S. Britain. Uh, NATO. Remember, and I brought up NATO on a podcast a while back. Yeah. Saying they've been pretty quiet. Yeah. NATO's been very quiet. And all of a sudden, NATO's at the forefront with the US telling the entire world that Russia is about to invade Ukraine. And it's going off the intelligence and the satellite imagery that show all these Russian forces building up on the border of Ukraine. Now, Russia's saying, oh, we're just, you know, doing military exercises. Okay? Militaries are allowed to do exercises. Even Ukraine turn around is turning around and saying, well, you know, there's no war here. There's nothing. We're not we're not threatened by it. Like, don't worry about it. But apparently the US and Britain have been pumping, pumping this war. And they've given dates. Russia's going to invade Ukraine. We need to support them. And then that date came and went and nothing happened. Uh, until recently when they're evacuating this small part of Ukraine into Russia... And no one actually knows why. There's no reason as to what's been going on. But there have been um, the president of this country, his uh, uh, his car was blown up in the car park outside the parliament. I saw that. Um, a petrol station was uh, blown up. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of, there's, there's something going on over there. But it's, I don't think it's the Russians doing it. But what got me, now this is, this is, this is what bugged me, is... So the US and NATO have been pushing this and building it up all over the place, all over the world, saying, yeah, nah, nah. Russia's like, yeah, there's nothing going on. The the leader of NATO, I don't know if he's the president or the, the, the chairman or whoever runs NATO, the North American Transatlantic Organization, like the, the the UN fucking army, the UN as far army, as I'm yeah. fucking concerned. They're like the global army. Like if, if if you watch those dystopian movies, like sci-fi movies of this global yeah. army, yeah. the UN NATO would be that global yeah. army. Well, I mean, the UN run the dump trucks in uh, Israel and the West That's side. Right. I'm not going there. Yeah. In that little bubble. Like yeah. they, they're, cre- they're, they're, they're a little simulation of that yeah. world government. But the, the announcement that uh, the NATO said, and uh, we might be able to slip this in, uh, in post, mm. the NATO leader used the term... This is the new normal. That NATO needs to build up its forces and expand its uh, capabilities around Eastern Europe, pretty much surrounding all of um, Russia through Ukraine, Romania, Belarus, all that stuff there. We do not know what will happen in Ukraine, but the situation has already demonstrated we face a crisis in European security. Moscow has made it clear that it is prepared to contest the fundamental principles that have underpinned our security for decades, and to do so by using force. I regret to say that this is the new normal in Europe. Therefore, today, ministers decided to develop options for further strengthening NATO's deterrence and defence including to consider establishing new NATO battle groups in Central and Eastern and Southeastern Europe. And that's what Russia's been saying this whole time, is NATO's kind of, you know, pushing the boundaries and going against the treaty that they signed on back in 1992 or 96 or whenever it was. Mm. And for the leader of NATO to come out and say the new normal is that NATO needs to expand their forces mm-hmm. and create 
you know, just build up more forces. Yeah. I was like, get the fuck out. You can't yeah, that, use... Yeah, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. 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 Th- this whole new normal term came from the fucking pandemic about a health fucking global virus thing. Yeah. And now the leader of NATO mm. is using the same terms yeah. to, to justify building up the NATO forces because of a threat from Russia, which Russia and Ukraine are saying there's no fucking threat. Mm. I think the whole new normal term is in itself a very smart way to make something that is blatantly not normal acceptable to the public. And I think that's the whole agenda behind the new normal and calling things the new normal, is it's pushing, it's implanting the idea that these bizarre things that are happening, get used to it. Get used to it because we're going to keep doing it. You know. Well, to make it even better, the, um, the Biden administration were coming out saying that they expect false flags they, they expect the Russia is going to perform they use false that term? flag. They, false? Yes, yes. They, they're using the term the, false flag there's news when that articles. party is behind some of the worst and most horrendous false flags. And that's why I found it so funny because it's like here's the US trying to say that Russia is going to use the United States fucking playbook against yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. And I, like, I kind of – I said this before. This was like last week that – if anyone's going to start a, do a false flag to pretense for war, yeah. it would be uh, the US. Yeah, they're, they're the kings yeah. of that. And now yeah. something's happening over in that area. Conveniently. Gonna, what, yeah, conveniently. Yeah. Here we are. Russia, Ukraine. Uh, US warns of false flag operation. BBC News. Wow. They're Russia. actually using... I never thought I'd see the day when the mainstream would be using false flag. Nick, Nick, I mean, re- that was the term that was coined. Read, yeah, read yeah, out yeah. that first paragraph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Russia is plotting to stage acts of provocation to create a pretext to invade Ukraine, a U.S. official has said. Pentagon spokesman said Russia operatives were planning a false flag operation to allow Moscow to accuse Ukraine of preparing an attack. Russia has dismissed the claims. Yeah. Crazy. And and the whole thing now is coming out and even the president of Ukraine, I I don't know his name, the president of Ukraine, he's saying that there's no threat. They keep going back and forth like Ukraine on Friday accused Russia of being behind a cyber attack on dozens of official websites. Well, okay. Now, this, this, is the, this is the issue as well. I won't deny that there's probably a lot of people in Russia, a lot of Russians that do commit cyber crime. I mean, Romania was the number one cyber fucking criminal country in the world for a long time. Does that necessarily mean that this is Russia, the government Russia? No, no. No. It's a few bad things. I mean, I, I play EVE Online against Russians and I don't mm. trust them. But it yeah. doesn't mean that they represent the entire government. Do you know what? Like, uh, it, it screams to me like this is more Russia boogeyman bullshit. <laughs> yes. From the, it's, this is no different to the democratic conspiracy theory of russian collusion but yep. this is just like expanded yeah. to now include oh they're under threat they're gonna yeah. they're gonna do keep you know, but do you know it's interesting know. when they when they talk like conspiracy theory you could sort of say it's true if it's like russia yes. but if you say oh it would never happen like a western country like america or exactly. australia but if you talk about russia like people take it as word even, yep russia's boogeyman with russia saying that mm-hmm. no it's just a false flag or like mm-hmm. it's just made by russian bots yeah Russia, what, I mean, uh, it, Russia, but it's, but it's sort of acceptable to sort of have something that would be 
in other countries considered a conspiracy theory. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like one one side's conspiracy theories versus another. It's a mm. yeah. It's conspiracy theory. Just yeah, depending on which much. country. Because to me, there, talks about it. there is absolutely no, and we we know about that with the whole Mueller report that there, there was no basis for the Russia collusion, and to this day. They are still pushing Russian collusion as the whole reason why a certain person named Trump got into. But well, now they're not even talking about Trump anymore to do a Russian thing. But Hillary's back. Hillary's back, and she's swinging. <laughs> she's taking more swings. Yeah, and she's with whatever get, she's energy she has swings as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I think that I think the main the main thing that got me was that announcement by the NATO leader using this new normal yeah. to justify NATO expanding. Mm. And I wouldn't trust fucking NATO. No, and, and no. Or any of the UN for that or matter. Or any of the UN. I just don't, yeah. And now this this goes in... Uh, I, I don't know how far we want to go down the rabbit hole. I just I just want to put this out there because this is part of my whole thing and I'm pretty sure I'm going to spam this shit on uh, Instagram later on. The real name is Johnny. Um, sign up, subscribe. Uh, Gaddafi. Yeah. So Gaddafi on his very first invitation to speak at the UN Council... He called out the fucking UN elite, the whole group of these few countries that wrote the UN Charter that said every country needs to follow these rules, blah, 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 something like that. Since then, he signed his death warrant. But the whole thing was, but those countries, like they had their own uh, level. So these countries formed a thing and told all these other countries they need to do something, Mm -hmm. but they don't have to follow it. There's something to do with the UN Charter and the... The, the something I've, I've 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 got it all lined up on my phone ready to go, <laughs> um, but then you know Gaddafi called out the UN and called out this whole elite g- group of um, countries that are kind of breaking the own rules that they wrote for other people. Yeah, and then what happened to Gaddafi? <laughs> yeah, they they sent him out to the wolves. Yeah, they fucking JFK's ass. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, they threw him to the wolves. Um, but. It's interesting that usually the people that seem to oppose globalism wind up dead mm. or assassinated or taken out or something something always happens but we've always talked a lot about how there's a lot of misconception about like the west I mean we're we're kind of in the west I guess mm. um gets a very skewed vision when a, a skewed perspective sorry of all of these middle eastern leaders yeah. like wh- whether it's um uh you know weapons of mass destruction and you know osama all the way to gaddafi and who's the other guy who's the come on who's the guy that who's the guy that we killed hussein saddam yeah yeah this this is the, the, the other thing that bugs me now this is just me being this is me getting personal and stuff about it why do you have to kill someone well, I don't know. What? I mean, yeah. is it is, is it just is that a part of the the world and a country, a certain countries and beliefs mm. that I'm not accustomed to? That in order to take someone down, you have to fucking kill them and take their That's life. Absolutely. Like, why? The Remember ben, Benghazi? Benghazi? Yeah. How they had the the everyone in a circle watching like the live cams and Hillary yeah. said, "Oh, well, uh, that was that also happened for Bin Laden." Yeah. When they captured him, they were all like conveniently around the room watching it all happen. Yeah. There's a very select group of people that captured him and who are all somehow died on the helicopter, oh, you know. Oh, but, yes. but, I, but my point is, like, we, 
we get Operation Mockingbird is in full swing. Like we're, we're getting a very skewed vision of what is actually happening on yes. a global scale. Absolutely. Yes, and I think yeah, this is this is going back to that tie about how the media really controls the narratives. Absolutely, yeah, and they're kind of slowly losing that control. They're losing people's, I don't want to say attention, but losing people's respect and losing people's um uh what's 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 another another word that means the same thing i guess you know no, i think respect is a good but like credit losing their credibility yes, yeah absolutely yes. they, like, they've shot themselves in the foot and i think most people now are starting to see that play out in real time like mm. oh my god there really is a disconnect between what the news is reporting and what's actually happening on a grassroots level yeah. and i think the more that people see that disconnect the more they're going to slowly wake up to the realization that oh shit nothing that we consume can be trusted really mm. and the only people that should be trusted are is your community that's yeah. all uh, yeah. your tribe and that's it you know um but there's a very scary move towards authoritarianism, I find. People are now siding, because it's easier, people are really siding with the main narrative because it's like, you can't escape it. Well, it's... 24-7, uh, you are constantly being bombarded by one message, you know. It, it feels to... I mean, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to put numbers in it, but... I think there is definitely a side of society. Now, this can, this is this is on a global scale. I'm not just saying Australia. I'm not saying any country. I'm saying there is a side of society that are just putting not putting their not putting their trust in governments, but just going to stand behind their governments. It's easy because it's easy. It's just easy, and it yeah. keeps their. Their security, it keeps their job, it keeps their security. As long as they just play the game, then they're happy to do what they're told because they can continue to have their job and their money and their beer and their TV and their Netflix and all their shit. So they're just gonna, you know, the government. And the, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people like, yeah, we know the government's kind of lying to us. We know the news is kind of lying to us. But at the same time, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna follow along because I don't want to cause trouble. But it's more like, um, you know, what what will my family think? What will my friends think? I think that that's that is not that is single handedly what is keeping most people in line is what will my friends and family think if I actually said something about this. So I think in a, in yeah, a friends, in a, friends, families, employers, employees, all that in stuff. A, in yeah, a yeah. really bizarre way, I feel like the people police each other more than the authorities. It's like people are way more afraid of the social implications about not being accepted or being mm. kicked out of their little circle. Yeah. People are more afraid of that than any authority. So yeah. you don't even have to enforce anything. You just make it that one thing you're not allowed to do and one thing you should be doing. Yeah. So immediately you polarize people yeah. in good or bad. And the, you know? through the psychology of guilt tripping. Yeah. And okay. So gaslighting, um, gaslighting is a, a gaslighting, big one. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I want to say, uh, um, so I've been sober as well for the last couple of weeks. Congratulations. Uh, thanks. Thanks to the, Congratulations. Uh, thanks. No, no. Thanks to Mark McGowan. You know, yeah. For not letting me uh, drink anymore. Um, but no, actually I've made that active choice. That I don't want to stop drinking. 
But now I had a friend to me, I had a friend say to me, you know, this is a friend that I love and respect and have a good conversation with all the time. But he said to me that he's he's annoyed that he can't take me out and buy me a beer. And he can't take me out to the pubs and have a good laugh and buy a beer. I'm like, that's cool. I respect and love that. But also, I don't want to do that. You know, if I wanted to do that, then I'd probably find a way to do it, all this sort of stuff. But at the same time, that's the choice that I made. And, you know, for you to say that you're upset that I can't, I'm upset that I can't do something that you want to do. Well, it's not my problem. It's kind of insulting. It's not my problem. It's kind of insulting. Yeah. And, and it kind of is saying that, hey, your personal choice is making things difficult for me because I want to see you happy because I'm buying you a beer. And it's yeah. kind of like, can't you see that I'm happy because I've made my own choice? Yeah. You know, see, they, they, they've kind of missed the point. Yeah. They've yeah. missed the point of what what is the whole deal. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. And it's happening a lot. Mm. It's happening a lot. You you see people saying things like, oh, it's it's sad to see you not being able to do things. And it's <laughs> like, I think you're missing the point yeah. that I will gladly not be able to do things yeah. for my personal choice. That whole kind of undermining your will type thing mm. going, oh, it's sad you have to do this to yourself. And it's mm. like, I will proudly do it because I believe in what I'm doing. Mm. I think you're missing the point. Well, you know? on, and on the opposite level, sometimes I think I'm never, never going to say this. I never don't really mean it. But sometimes you think it like, well, I feel sorry for you that you just fucking rolled over and exactly. took it up the fucking pinky. Yeah. Because See, you just, because you want to go buy, because you want to get you wanna drunk go, and yeah. buy a beer. Like, Because you want to go, um, you know, go to a club and get hammered. It's yeah. like, I think, the resentment's only going to grow with people like that as, mm. as things progress, as they realize that, oh, my God, there are people living autonomously that are okay. Oh, it doesn't compute, yeah. you know. <laughs> but that uh, brings, up, uh, brings us to a, a point that I wanna, wanted to raise really quickly. I know we tried to By the way, this is not alcohol. This is uh, okay. what cola is beer. Cola, <laughs> cola beer. No, it's cola beer. It's, it's, um, what? it's got beer, beer in the name. It's not beer of cola the cola beer. kind. It's, um, <laughs> it's, my, it's my heavy Saturday night. Yeah. It's a bit of soft drink. Um, you know, there, there was a lot of mandates have hit everywhere around the world, but I think particularly Australia. People know that the mandates have hit Australia. I think people overseas know that our concerns have been warranted because things are considerably worse here in, in the way of how harsh the mandates are. But there was a point in time, I think the end of January, January 31st, when proof of vaccination started to come in and we started seeing areas that we used to be able to go to. Now we were met with a sign basically yeah. saying that we yeah. couldn't go there. Um, and I think when it really hit me was where it kind of shouldn't have hit me, but it, it did kind of hit me because it was the first time I felt that like I couldn't go somewhere and just get something. And that was the liquor license. Mm. Like, and I legitimately had like my dad and even my parents, like, and my mom and like, how do we get, how do we get, cause I, they don't drink, he none of us drink heavily, but we, yeah. it's enough that you start questioning, how do you get things? Yeah. Um, but, you know, out of nowhere, it was lifted, like yes, recently. Yeah, okay. So yeah, and um, um but it, it's a multi-level thing that I like to talk about. But I'm just trying to say that 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 for me was that crossing point where I 
it really did feel like oh shit I'm now, I'm now actually not allowed to go somewhere mm. you know no, uh, what I mean do we want to go sort of a bit of on, on a timeline of how we got to yeah yeah being so yeah um, yeah in in Western Australia we had the it was the start of start of February, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, so January thirty first. Yeah, they they brought in the yeah. the mandates where proof of vaccination for so it started before that. It was only proof of vaccination for venues above five hundred, or venues that opened up after midnight. That's right. Yeah. As well as I think the casino was involved in that as well. Yeah. Then come January thirty first, every single venue required proof of vaccination. That's right. Uh, gyms, restaurants, anywhere that you want to sit down and eat required proof of vaccination. They include a fucking red rooster. Hmm. If you want to sit down at red rooster and eat your fucking uh, shitty fatty chicken, you need a proof of vaccination. Yeah. Um, even, even though you've stood at the store. Yeah. And even though you've it, yeah. been waiting in line for fucking <laughs> yeah. half an hour. And mingling with people. Anyway. Um, and then the, the liquor stores as well, where mm-hmm. you needed proof of vaccination to buy alcohol from any liquor store. Mm. And only... Including drive-through, including drive-through, drive-through as well. Yeah. Click, click and collect still requires you to pr- present um, proof of vaccination. Yeah. So they had in Victoria like drive-through COVID tests, but then they hmm. couldn't do drive-through because that was considered the safer way of getting a test. <laughs> yeah, but so you can't. Up, but you couldn't drive through. Mm. But you couldn't store. drive through and purchase up anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that didn't make any yeah. sense. And then, and then, um, yes, was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was. Pretty much the day before yesterday. Day before yesterday, they uh, announced that they were lifting the proof of vaccination requirement for yesterday? liquor stores. That was yesterday. Yep. yep. And uh, can you can you tell me the official reason as to <laughs> why they well, lifted the, it? No, th- this is what really grinds my gears, and a lot of the legacy media, such as Channel Ten, as we can see here, uh, will pop up a a little um, floaty window with the article, but. Mark McGowan cited that it was because of the success of the vaccine that they were now immediately yeah that they were immediately lifting the requirement. When really the other reason was like lobbying by the that's liquor. that's oh, correct yeah. yeah yeah but that that's what I was going to get at that the but then they then they would push like it was too much abuse from staff or letting staff go yeah so the the, the media is immediately. Um, they blame taking violent, taking the aggressive taking the angle of a success of a vaccine rollout, and on top of that, because of you know violent threats from the community, rather than the fact that the liquor stores association of WA actually lobbied against the government and found that a lot of the mandates had no legal basis. Yeah, and you know if the 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 reason it screams to me like the government's panicking and lifting these restrictions is the fact that they did it overnight. Yeah, it wasn't like okay, as of you know February or March, we're going to lift the need for proof of vaccination to for bottle shops. It was effective immediately overnight. Yeah, which screams to me that they don't want people knowing that there is legal discourse around these mandates. Like, how lawful are these mandates, yeah. and how necessary yeah. are these mandates? And I mean, like the the two things, you know, saying that the the success of the vaccination rollout because they have 95% double dose vaccinated mm. when they're also saying that the vaccine loses effectiveness over time and that's why you need to get these boosters. Mm. So it's almost saying that everyone that's double dosed but not boost, not boosted is no longer vaccinated. Yeah. So you've, you've kind of gone back to what 40% vaccinated according to 
what they want to consider being yeah. fully vaccinated. According to their definition of yeah. what being fully vaccinated yeah. is. Yeah, or, it's, it's a or, very temporary Or thing. is it because they had a bit of a scare when that whole convoy drove to Canberra and they're seeing what's happening around the entire fucking world? Look at look at Canada, mm-hmm. look at um, Paris, uh Sweden, Denmark, every fucking UK, country, every every place now. We're actually starting to see uh, a lot of those um, countries that adopted very harsh policies um, early are now doing the reverse, and yeah. it's really starting to and not lift only not those but, but only because of a major backlash Absolutely. that ended in uh, people versus police mm-hmm. on the the steps of their parliaments. And Absolutely, I think. And, uh, well, what I'd like yeah. to think is that they're kind of like, oh shit, we don't, we don't want that to happen. We better, you know, we better ease it back. It's, it's a balancing act for them because yeah. they know they can't overstep because they're going to lose people. Yeah. So they're kind of juggling back and forth, and this is why I also think, as much as it's great that we're seeing things lift, that we don't become complacent and go, oh, it's over. It's really not over. Mm. It, we've just won one step, but but. Yeah, yeah. I just had a thought. So, and this is just me being uh, my speculative self. So, if the media is pushing this success of the vaccine success of the rollout, well, obviously that contradicts what the health is saying because the vaccine loses effectiveness. Apparently, that's why you need to get boosted. Or are they kind of signalling? Could they be subconsciously? Uh, creating more of this tension like you say people policing each other to say that you know we had a successful rollout we got 95 percent vaccinated so what about that five percent that didn't well they must be a problem you know they were the ones that brought us into this like, uh, yeah. I, d- I don't want to think i don't want to think that people are going down that road but i, I think s- I, see what you mean, I think there'll I think be a few people that might you yeah know? we we've got to be conscious of thinking about the worst of what other people think. I oh. think that, yeah. But the fact is that if we, let's just say to, to be conservative, like maybe it's a 90, 90% double dose vaccination rate for WA. Even top experts and epidemiologists are coming out saying that it still makes no sense to deny that small 10% rights to goods and services it makes no sense like yeah. it's it's not like you're going to sway suddenly change the minds magically of that 10 percent. Yeah. so why exclude them and we can't debate about transmission and all that because that's all fallen apart we know now it doesn't quite stop any it mitigates but it doesn't guarantee yeah, yes, anything yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it still doesn't warrant okay, you're unvaccinated, sit there, you're vaccinated, sit there. That makes no sense from yeah. a virology, epidemiology standpoint. Makes no sense to segregate people to left or right like that. It makes absolutely no scientific sense. So if you want to talk about real science, that is real science. Yeah. There is no medical basis to separate one person from another person. Well, it doesn't. But this is the, argue, the argument that I hear is that the, the about overwhelming the health system. So you're going to tell yeah. me that this 10% of people, like what's the, what's 10% of the population of Perth? How many people is that? What's Not a lot. I would the, say like a hundred thousand. It's like 26 million in Perth. Is that about no. that? No, <laughs> it's two, no 2.21 million. Johnny, 26 okay, so million is all of Australia. <laughs> okay. Sorry. There's, okay. 
two million two million people in there are two million Western people, uh, roughly two million people in Western Australia. So ten percent yeah. of that would only be two. 200,000. Now, are they trying to say it's almost like this is where it, it, this is what it feels like to me. This is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. It's almost like they are saying that 100% of that 10%, if you get this COVID, you're going to end up in hospital. That's a fallacy. That's That's very assumptuous to say that that 10% not having been vaccinated are guaranteed to catch it get really sick and then end up in hospital and then overwhelm the system. Yeah. It's like you have to go through all those things to get there and yeah. you're assuming that they're going to definitely end up there because they're not vaccinated. I think yeah. that's a very dangerous fallacy that a lot of people are perpetrating. And you, you hear, like you said, you, you, you're actually starting to hear a lot of that in arguments that, look, I don't want you to get sick and overwhel- yeah. or take – a hospital or bed take, take away from someone yeah. that needs the hospital bed. Yeah. It's like, how I mean, do you I, I, that I get that argument there? saying that everyone has, a, you don't know how it's going to, how it's going to affect you. You don't know your risk. I get that. But forget getting emotional about it. And it's hard, especially when you have, you know, family and friends, you know, trying to say, because they do care. I, I'm sure everyone cares about everyone Absolutely. and they're trying to go. But let's just take a step back from emotion. You know, cut out my cold, dead heart for a second. And now let's look at fucking numbers. That risk, that chance, you know, of the, the, the 10% of unvax, which we are a part of, is, you know, what, 200,000 of the 2 million. The chances of getting it, you know, getting absolutely sick and ending up in hospital, is again, it's a small percentage of that percentage. Therefore, for me, like that risk... It's, it's, it's a pretty pretty low risk. It's a pretty low risk. Yeah. So then I take that question further. Does it then make sense to block that 10% out of all goods and services? Exactly. I yeah. say no. No. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And you talk to any logical person that isn't motivated by sociopathic greed <laughs> and actual selfishness, that they will agree with you. It doesn't uh, make sense. Yeah. It's only the truly selfish that are on board with yeah. this bullshit, in and, my opinion. Yeah. And... And again, emotion, that whole idea that everyone is, this whole couple of years have been very emotional for so many people. And so many people are not just emotional, but everyone wants to chime in. Everyone wants to have their two cents. You know, we're doing the same. That's why why we do a podcast. It's not why we do a podcast. This is just what we do on the podcast. <laughs> but we're trying to be responsible. We're not recklessly talking shit. No, we're not. We're trying to be responsible. We're not touting. We're not fridging. But, you know. It, it's hard. what I'm saying is it's hard for to detach that emotion and that preconceived um, uh, perspective that people yeah. have. And like yeah. in the last two years, I think everyone's you know we say we talk about this divide and conquer. You know that if if that's the plan to divide and conquer, well, that's currently worked because it's so working. many people yeah, have yeah. chosen a side, yeah, and they will stand by that side. Yeah, but there's the other issue real quickly is that you know when we talk about COVID I even hate just saying COVID but when we talk <laughs> yeah, about the COVID the core, the, COVID. It, the core of it when we talk about COVID it's such a meta issue that I have some people you know debate with me and I completely agree that when we debate and we express our concerns about COVID everyone's coming at it from different emotional trauma and reasons yeah 
and no one is really right or wrong as and well then, as, yeah, as, and yeah. also like social positions and, and so perspectives exactly yeah. and also like uh, where they're they're at in their career or or Life you know and demographic yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah, yeah. age set. there's so many variables right mm-hmm. but it's so true that everyone when they debate they're all debating <laughs> you're right they're all debating different angles and perspectives based on who they are as a person. Yes. And that's that's another issue is that uh, when we try and debate, we're not even seeing eye to eye on the emotional level because we are so, like you said, emotionally heated and charged that we're not really debating. We're kind of emotionally pouring our heart out about what's wrong, you know, yeah. rather than actually debating hardcore numbers. You yeah. Know? We're actually debating about what we feel is wrong about the whole situation. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like people... That's why, that's why it's so hard. That's why I'm saying it's so hard yeah. to get to people because everyone's coming at it from different angles, you know. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, it's kind of like everyone agrees, but we're disagreeing or everyone disagrees, but yeah. we agree. And it's, yeah, it, it's... Like you say, it's it's very hard to actually yeah, sit yeah. down and be very what and unbiased. Eye yes, yes, unbiased. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I can guarantee and promise one thing: that nowhere on both sides have I encountered a person thinking or doing something wrong to hurt someone else. Nowhere. Yeah. No, Whether no, no. it's so-called conspiracy theorists, anti or the people that believe in the science or whatever no one is doing it maliciously like no one is hatefully doing something to to poke at the other side or mm. anything like that except and, um except klaus schwab <laughs> and uh bill gates and no, but, uh, <laughs> do, do you see what i mean like there, there's no i haven't met a single person that is like going basically what i'm trying to say is everyone's doing their best yeah everyone's yeah. trying to do their best with the information that yeah. they have and that's kind of why it's so hard to debate is because everyone is seeing it differently. Yeah, that's it. It's all perspective. Yeah. It really is all perspective. But hey, I'm glad I'm able to walk into a shop and buy spoons, yeah. <laughs> even though I should be stopping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. it's it's either it's the lowest common denominator of um, freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but well, you know, yeah. I suppose at the end of the day, if if it if it comes to that push and shove. Are the people that you associate yourself with, are they the ones, do they care enough that they are going to protect you mm. or are they the ones that are going to feed you to the to the great white sharks off Sydney? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you going to be the ones that rat out your neighbour or the ones that say, hey, I've got a bunker, come with me? Like yeah. there's, there's two yeah. types of people. But what? this is going to sound harsh. This is going to sound harsh, real harsh. I don't know if I want to end on this, but but – all this pandemic is doing, in my opinion, from my perspective, is it's pointing out the people that don't deserve a seat on that on that that armored truck that you built for the apocalypse. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What I'm saying is when shit hits the fan, COVID has really exposed the motherfuckers that don't deserve a seat next to you. You're like, you know what? You bailed out on COVID, <laughs> so you ain't sitting next to me in the armored truck. When the zombies come, yeah. when I build that truck, I'm saving that seat for the motherfuckers that stood by me and said, yeah. you know what? I don't agree with you, but 
Good on you for saying all yeah. this. Yeah, all sorry, the motherfuckers no. that sold out to it. You know, you're not getting a seat yeah. no on my rent, bus. No room for you in the bomb shelter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're not getting a, a place. That's all. That and. That sounds. I know that sounds harsh because it sounds arrogant that I know the people that are right for me or not. But you know what? I can confidently say I think I know. I think I know who the bitches are and the snitches are now <laughs> because of yeah. COVID. And yeah. you know what? I ain't fucking talking yeah. to you no yeah, more. You I ain't talking. I'm done with you. And I'm you not don't talking to you. Don't apologize for it. It's like you choose your friends and you choose who. Exactly. Choose I've really found my tribe. Or negative people. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry for yelling over you, but. No, 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 no. But but but. But this pandemic really has shown who your tribe members are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exposed yeah. people for who but they and, are. And it, it's exposed all the pussies for who they are. <laughs> wow. Calm so, down, Daryl. Calm down. Sorry. Too much um, meat. I've been eating too much meat. But I, I do want to add, just add on that saying, when it, they're not all unvaxxed, are they? No. It is, this isn't a, a vaxxed no. versus unvaxxed no. fucking it's thing whatsoever. It's just if you're a fucking yeah. douchebag or not. <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're you know critical or yeah. you're just a fucking sheep. Most That's of the, it. Most of the time it's like the only people who care whether someone's vaxxed or unvaxxed are the vaxxed. <laughs> yeah. Not all, but like it seems that way because the unvaxxed are like, oh, predominantly the vaxxed are the yeah. concerned. Yeah. It really makes me feel and hard not, and mighty, doesn't it? And not for health reasons. I yeah, j- just so they can get a shiny toy and keep yeah. going about keep their job. and then they remove them. So you're anyway. even more of a bitch. And it's the same. Same with a <laughs> lot of bitch. same with a lot of people that are enforcing mm. these mandates and these proof of vaccination. They're just doing their job, and they just want to keep their job. Like, okay, yeah, I get yeah. that. You get that, you know. But at the same time, take a fucking step back. Yeah, just be critical. Like, but Take a so, fucking yeah. step back. And, you know, a lot of people say, look, I don't agree with telling people not to get vaxxed. Who's saying don't get vaxxed? Yeah. We're literally just saying these mandates do not make sense. And yeah. you don't have to go this far and there doesn't have to be this much division. Yeah. It can be a very simple, easy way out of this. Yeah. And we're not taking that route, it seems. If you want to hear why we, why we don't want to get the vaccine uh tune into another episode of uh the mission <laughs> we've got plenty of fucking <laughs> we'll have to start another we'll have to start another show yeah, where we yeah. actually yeah. get into that sort of shit but uh but peace and love i'm feeling good this year yeah like i'm actually yeah. feeling good like i nothing's slowing down i don't feel defeated i don't feel depressed okay every now and again just like everyone else you get pockets of depression mm-hmm. who doesn't yeah but predominantly no like we talk about this stuff but i'm not moping we're getting on with it. Yeah. You know, you're still working, yeah. doing shit. I'm still, I'm trying to work on other aspects of my life that I've neglected, you know? Yeah. Uh, like yeah, I mean, th- I've never gone to the gym and then I've been going to the gym you last go. five months. You know, Nick, Nick's helped me get, get, you know, go actually physically go to a gym, you know? And I'm not saying that that's the path for everyone, but for me, that was a thing I was just But really, everyone should is. go to the gym. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, I, I, I think there's benefits to that as well, but... Um, but no, like we dwell on these topics, but we're not enveloped and yes, and consumed yes. by them. And that's a that's I'm sure that's a misconception you've. Yes, suffered, I get it all the go, time. I get it all the don't time. Don't you know how to be happy? And it's like <laughs> I do know how to be happy. That's why I have the energy to look at this stuff. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. Not yeah. I just dwell in this filth all day because yeah. no one can do that. No. But yeah. no, I have a healthy balance. Therefore, I can look at this stuff. Yes. And you choose not to. So how about you take, how about you and listen for a while? You know, that's. And, and I, I want to, I'd like to try and make this my final note. Okay. Um, Johnny's final the, the No, the, the, again, this is something that when I did a, a very sober stint 
last year before, how I was the idea that you you're realizing how much negativity that alcohol and drinking and that drinking culture puts on you. Yeah. And again, you know, suddenly being sober again, you know, is clearing that mind. It's, you start feeling that energy, that sort of positive mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And again, a lot of uh, friends and people I love and respect and hang out with, some of them are, s- are still, not, I'm not going to say excessive drinking, but there's a lot of drinking around around me, which I don't mind because I've, I feel like I'm strong enough to just sit there and, you know, I'll drink a water or something while they're drinking. But you can definitely see, and especially, you know, the amount of, you know, I, I live in the city, so I see it all the time. It just, like, I feel surrounded by so much negativity, so much sort of depression, anxiety, all like, this sort of just... I would even say low vibration. Exactly. It's, it's like even when, when you're high and buzzing and and awake and happy, yeah. and then you encounter someone on that vibration, it actually kind of, like... Pulls yeah. you down. Yeah. It pulls yeah. you down slowly, slowly. But I think yeah. this is something that you know it's taken many years of uh, exercising that energy as well yeah. to be able to feel you know a, a vibration that may be lower or different. Not I'm gonna say a bit different to what yours is, but still feel strong enough to you know feel your energy and get that going and not let that energy mm. affect what how you are. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And but by the way, when I say the low vibration. I don't mean for that to sound derogatory, like they're a bummer, but low vibration means impulsive, you know, angry. Just oh, it, can, yeah. it can be, it can be many things. It doesn't mean like, oh, I'm sad and I'm a bummer. It can be literally just that. I call it that chakra, that low mm. energy, yeah. that instinctual uh, fuck it, let's do yeah. this, like that kind of sinister energy a little bit. Mm. And it comes a lot. It comes out a lot yeah. through drinking. And I think what you're saying, you know, when people say, oh, you must, you must feel so bad you dwell on this all the time you know don't break your head is what i get all the time like no yeah. actually i feel so positive and strong within myself that i can sit there and look at this stuff from both from both sides and you know mm-hmm. sort of go okay yeah 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 get i get this sometimes go down that rabbit hole sometimes not not mm-hmm. lash out but you know just sort of you know get some stuff out Absolutely. at times yeah, but yeah. then at the same time like i'm like i'll sit back and go yeah, I'm still fucking good. I'm but loving you, it. But you see how there's a whole spectrum of decisions that you're making that completely get dismissed. Mm. People think you're just. People think we're like we just go to conspiracy.com, read something, <laughs> and then believe it, and then dwell in negativity all day. It's like no, we take more like little bits from everything and mm. we paint together a tapestry of what we want of how we see things or yeah. how i see things and sometimes that does mean you'll often hear like oh you don't believe the media why are you quoting mainstream news then and it's like because don't you see what i'm doing i'm getting things from everywhere yeah and i'm painting you an overall picture oh but you you just quoted something from seven news yeah because sometimes you have to show the wrong thing Yes. You have to show people this is the wrong projection. Oh, but you're quoting mainstream news. I'm showing you the wrong thing to look at. Like, you know (laughs) know what I mean? Like like the US saying that they're expecting false flags from Russia. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, don't mistake the fact that I'm quoting something for the fact that I believe it. I'm showing you different textures, Mm -hmm. different things around, you know, the globe. But there's also, you always hear the argument that, you could be connecting dots that aren't there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
Better connecting dots than not. <laughs> Better connecting dots. <laughs> but also the whole idea, now this is a, a, a quote from, uh, I think it was Einstein or someone like that, about imagination. Like Im- imagination is more powerful than uh, education or something like that. Yeah. Um, education. Einstein famously said, educate, imagination is more important than knowledge. For knowledge is limited to all we know and understand, while imagination embraces the entire world and all there ever will be to know and understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the whole idea of, like, we, we never, I don't think when we go out there, you know, tr- what I say, truth seeking, I've always said that I'm a truth seeker. I've had that on my fucking uh, Facebook for a long time, is that I've never said that something is actually this. I've never fully believed any certain thing, but the health I, I feel there's a healthiness in expanding your mind to mm-hmm. even just you know consider or speculate or imagine like that's i think that's yeah. a healthy that's healthy, healthy dose yeah, yeah, so, yeah don't, absolutely yeah. Don't but kill, i think don't kill the dreamers man <laughs> <laughs> but i think yeah i think there are there are a lot of people on both sides mm-hmm. whether they be you know whatever side they come from the, the pro the anti whatever that do go very extreme again from very different vibrations that will come out there either saying, do this, don't do that, get very, like, I'm not an activist. Yeah, yeah, you get these that, activist type I'll things. I'll the two types of people. There's the people who look at things like, oh, you got to look at things more realistically. But then you're like, but I'm a dreamer, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, the New World Order is also trying to kill us and they do have a global agenda to uh, depopulate and, uh, the, the earth. So, um <laughs> That's another podcast. It's all about microcosm, macrocosm. I mean, s- some people look at the big picture and some people don't. Yeah. And I think a lot of the people have, yeah, a lot, a lot of the issue is people have a very centric, narrow-minded point of view and they, they refuse to look at anything bigger. Yeah. Or To me, like, you work out your body, right? People work out their body. They're doing something that they don't want to do to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Think about your mind. You've got to think about things you don't want to think about in order to exercise what is possible. Yeah, it's like, you know it's like, it's like an, a muscle that can atrophy. Atrophy is when it, it withers and dies because it's not being used, right? So to me, like thinking about all these alternative ways of looking at things, that is like working out for your brain. Yeah, yeah or it's, it's, it's kind of going, okay, let's go somewhere we don't want to go. Or it's extended as what? Einstein would believe in why imagination is yeah. better than knowledge. Imagination draws on our own experiences and knowledge of the world around us, and it combines with the complete unknown to make something new. It allows us to explore beyond the constraints of our environment and our reality into a world of dreams where creativity and invention are at their strongest. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. it becomes better than knowledge. Mm-hmm. But that goes against everything that, that the globalism that we see is happening now. It goes against everything that they yeah, want to build. So yeah. they're trying to stifle that at the moment. Yep. Yeah, that's the difference between so average show want, and the inventors. They do want you in a box at the moment mm-hmm. because if you're outside that box, they cannot control you. Because then, then, then it becomes knowledge because then it's, mm. well, you know things because you were taught those things. Got to break the walls down, man. Yeah. Well, I mean... When you got to think outside the box. <laughs> All right. Final thought. Final one. Final so, one. Johnny um, Springer's final <laughs> nah. thought. Okay. and it's, it's, <laughs> So... And I'm gonna. This is gonna be completely left field, completely um, unrelated. So a guy got eaten by a shark 
in uh, Sydney I heard about the that. other day, yeah, yeah. Um, last week. And not just eaten, but ripped in half. And literally, you know, like five metres from where people were fishing, like right in front of people. There was a guy swimming. He was a 35-year-old British uh, diver or whatever. And this four-metre great white just came out of nowhere and just fucking ripped him in half right in front of people, right there. And uh, now the first thing that I wanted to do was see the video. And it wasn't coming from this uh, sort of a, a dark or, you know, you want to watch live leaks, you want to see bad stuff. No, it wasn't that. For me, it was because, you know, I like to swim in the ocean. I like to go out on the water. And sharks are something that you have to be very aware of. So when you see something like, you want to see something like that to know how it works, how it reacts or what, what's going on. Every single video that I saw, all these YouTube videos, was the video with this big blurry patch. You couldn't see anything. I'm like, why, why would you even bother putting the video up if you're just going to blur everything? And I did find one video that was not blurred. But the quality seemed really fucking bad. I don't know why. I have people have 4K iPhone videos now. But, you know, and you actually, you see this, this shark uh, thrashing around. You see the fin go up. You don't really, you can't really see the person. But you do see the, the water. It's like a fucking Jaws movie right there. There's some guy still fishing with his rod. And this guy's getting ripped in half by a shark. And that's fucking already, that's what I'm saying is that's crazy. First shark attack in Sydney in 60 years. But what I'm saying is the idea that they go and censor and blur all these videos to say, oh, and I'm all saying, um, use video discretion, this video might affect or offend some people. But then blur it like that. They just blur the entire thing. Well, how are you going to get offended by that? It's blurred. You can't see anything. Stop fucking nannying people. Show, let people see this stuff that happens. Let people be more aware of it. Let people be more conscious to know that that's the reality of of life. Mm. You know, d- 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 deal with it. You're going to go into the water and get eaten by a shark. Mm. You know, watch how a shark. Watch how it happens. Watch isn't, how it works. Isn't it weird how they're if, you, if you're going to be offended, don't fucking watch it. Ugh. Like they're they're pretending to posture and care about how people feel about that video yet continue to perpetrate other false completely false and 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 continue to glorify violence in other ways like tv shows and things like that yeah. oh but we can't show oh. you a guy getting bitten by a shark yeah like and dying i, 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 watched, I was watching that um tv show ozark with jason bateman and just in a scene the guy turns around the lady's got a shotgun and blows his fucking head in half mm. But we can't show you. And they're sitting there talking. Real, There's yeah. a guy with his head split in half, right? Now, okay, obviously it's fake because it's a movie, but it looked fucking real. And this is a video of some guy getting eaten by a shark. You can barely see the person, and you're going to blur that because it's real. Mm. Well, come on. I think people should be more subject to the reality of life. If Johnny wants to see more violence. No. <laughs> No, it's it's it is really for me. It was really that curiosity okay. of that's the reality that we all face when yeah, we sure, go, sure. go swimming. All but that time that I almost jumped on a. What shark, annoys so. me most about that entire case <laughs> is is yeah, you're right. The false caring about people. Yeah, you're like you don't care. Hmm. You know, you don't really care. But yeah. I want to see that. It's all, it's all fucking clickbait. Video. Like the amount of videos, like all these videos, and they're all fucking blurred. Like you get a. 
Mm. You got to search to find the unblurred video, which you can't see anything. It's really crazy. Anyway. Whenever there's something pinnacle happening, why is it always filmed on the worst camera? <laughs> I know. It's bizarre. I know. I don't. I don't know why. Uh, like the, uh, but like the more blurry the photo, the more hype around the news story yeah. for like a blurry thing. Yeah. And some of the worst things you see just never get any like traction. But anyway, 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 um, when we're not talking <laughs> about uh, gory videos and people getting eaten, uh, Mission Control podcast. Um, there's been a lot that I wanted to talk about, but we can save that. We can save that for we 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 episodes. need to start getting more regular. We're yeah. gonna start trying to get more regular regular uh, podcasts going. Yeah, yeah, we say that. We say that. <laughs> but uh, it's good to see other podcasts like popping up. It's good to see. Oh, shout out the Hen House who built a second room. Room, room number two. Room, well, it's room seven actually. Room seven the, and the second podcast room. Seven and eight. Seven and eight. Yeah, podcast seven rooms. And eight. That's crazy. So they're doubling down. Mm. And it's a good time to do it because I think I really do think, even though Australia may be slow on the uptake, that it's gonna there's gonna be a boom where literally they, there's gonna be too many podcasts to listen to. Like too many, like everyone's gonna have them. But I hope the the integrity remains the same. I don't, I don't know. I feel like the whole point of podcasting for me is the whole aspect of decentralizing from legacy media. That's I wouldn't be doing this if we're gonna talk about safe shit. Yeah, like why no, do it? No. Why do it if you're gonna talk about yeah. safe shit? You know? But again, we're not we're not journalism. We're not no. We're not uh, telling anyone anything. We're just no. Know. No, we're, we're just trying to find our tribe. We, we're, we're literally just trying to find our tribe of listeners. That's yeah. it. Uh, we're being told to wrap it up by our producer, guys. Thank All you right. very much. Can you play that, can you play that track we out? We get some well, uh, yeah. tracks going. The Mission Control Podcast. We're on uh, Instagram, Spotify. Video um, on Spotify. Yes, well, I'm yeah. currently uploading our entire archive to Spotify. So very cool. soon we'll have every video episode up. That's amazing. And also um, transmissions, our DJ sets are going to be – we're going to see how we go, but we're going to post them to Spotify so that people can actually yes, see it in Spotify. Get, get the, um, because the, the, the sad part. thing is real quick that um, a lot of that went that, – a lot of that goes to Instagram and that gets easily lost. Yep. Like after 24 hours of posting it, it's old news. Yeah. So having something on Spotify that people can listen to, minimize and hear the audio will be really cool. Yeah. Think, so. All right. I'm getting hot in this. Uh, yeah, let's do hat. it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Woo! Mission Control. Uh.